Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, good morning, Eric. Hey, good morning. How about those bills, huh? Okay, <laughs> let's move on. I did not realize, I forgot you were from Ithaca. We're both upstate. Just sadness. Utica, yeah. Just or Utica, Utica. yeah, upstaters. Sadness up and down the transit last night, I'm telling you what. <laughs> the snow belt. Yes. <laughs> um, can I just say, uh, Brad, it feels our pain on Twitter. He tweeted, in just one year, the Biden administration has put over 250 million vaccines in American arms. Unemployment has dropped to 3.9%. Our economy is growing at its fastest rate in 40 years. We should all be celebrating the resilience of the American spirit and the Biden boom. Yeah. Uh, but do we want to start with Meet the Press, Bill Maher, or do we want to oh, just God. go right to the rest of the mainstream media? I mean, Eric, I, it, it is not... Um, in dispute the the ratings are bad you know for biden for but you're like what a, it's not a shock right the media for a year has been like biden bad yeah. biden doom biden this bad this blah. oh why are the look at biden's not doing well now like it, it's yeah. i mean I, I i think some of the and some of the parts of the polls they take out are just infuriating aren't they like you know that biden hasn't uh compromised enough i'm like oh my god you know, this is what happens from the media continually saying both sides do it and both sides are the same, right? Yeah, yeah. for the press, it's this perfect self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, you know, you just hammer Biden and then the polls come around and, and, and you say, oh, look, Biden, you know, you kind of act surprised and detached and say, wow, there, there seems to be a change in Biden. But, you know, I think, it's also I think the- Chuck Todd actually said to someone, well, you know, I know there's, you know, there's been this d- Democrats in disarray sort of storyline. Yeah, where, where? <laughs> We've been hearing that. Sorry, go ahead. But also, you know, they play games with the, you know, the polling, you know, uh, Fox News poll yesterday was Biden 47 percent. He's up three points since November. And that's why you don't hear about that poll. But when, you know, but when he's at 42, it's, you know, it's Katie bar the door. And four years ago, when Trump was at 37, the press just kind of shrugged and, and said, oh, that's Trump being Trump. New York Times over the weekend, the full Sunday review section, special section, Biden struggles. I guarantee you, if you go back four years ago, there was not a special pull out section for how, how Trump can save his presidency, even though he was doing 
uh, far worse. And just a perfect yeah. example, Monday morning, New York Times, front page, 3,500 word story, uh, Biden's missteps on COVID. Uh, you know, and, 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 in, and in the fifth paragraph, they say there's much that Biden and his team have gotten right. So that gets one sentence and yeah. what, his missteps get thirty five hundred words. And I swear to God, one of the one of the missteps was tiptoe, quote unquote, tiptoeing, unquote, around organized Republican resistance to the vaccine. So re insane Republican behavior gets chalked up as a Biden failure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, right, exactly. It just everything gets chalked off as, as a Biden failure. And, oh, then yeah, we, yeah, and then we wonder why, you know, the ratings are where they are. And, oh, the people think the country's going in the wrong direction and blah, blah, blah. I, so your piece, thank God, this made me feel better because I'd forgotten. You did a piece, to, Biden's getting doomsday press just like Obama did. Here we go again. Yeah. You said it wouldn't yeah. be surprising if Biden felt a strong sense of deja vu as he marked his first year in office as the press eagerly writes him off as a failure buried by a mountain of crises while at the same time erasing his accomplishments. Um, record job gains ending the forever war reading from GOP talking points journalists remain in hyperventilation mode obsessively detailing Biden's soft polling numbers while loudly and falsely claiming he can't get his key legislative initiatives passed into law I it's am I great it's infrastructure and COVID relief <laughs> or a BFD Trump got yeah. nothing done it was infrastructure nothing. week every week for four it years was. I mean, it okay. was a running joke. You said the press misjudged one of the most successful and popular presidents of the last half century, meaning Obama. Um, you said the polling shows 80% plus of Democratic voters approve of Biden's job performance, but every story is, oh, his base is totally gone, right? Right, right. You said... Um, it, it, not in the first few par paragraphs with the fact that a record 6.4 million new jobs have been created since Biden took office. And now that the U.S. enjoys full employment with workers earning all time high wages. I one of the things um, I can't remember that. Oh, they were saying the Chuck Todd, of course, was saying the most important things to people is jobs in the economy. <laughs> you think we're at a 40 year. I mean, how do you Eric, honestly, like what explain this to me? How, you know, in the polling specifically, people say jobs and economy and Biden's doing a bad job when statistically it is overwhelmingly untrue. Yeah, no, it was amazing last, you know, again, last week was the one year anniversary. We saw a lot of these kind of thumb sucking pieces. Oh, Biden's mm -hmm. really struggling. And uh, the Washington Post uh, did a big front page story and they pegged it specifically on his polling. Because if, if you have soft polling, you are a failed presidency, apparently. Uh, yeah, again, 3,000 word story on his first year in office, there was not one sentence about the 6.4 million jobs added during his first year. Yeah. No first year president in the history of these tabulations has ever done that. And it didn't get one sentence because the Post wanted to write about Biden's polling numbers. Well, you, well, I mean, that doesn't happen by accident. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. The reporters and editors didn't forget to put that in. It's a conscious decision because they are married to this narrative and they're married to the storyline. And oh, by the way, it all comes straight from the RNC. Yeah, well, exactly. And you you said um, Trump's historically unpopular standing uh, just simply became the new norm as journalists instead marveled at his loyal base. He was in the 30s yeah. after his first year. 
Um, and you say, as, uh, uh, um, and look at this doomsday year one pronouncement from the Post. A year into his presidency, President Obama faces a polarized nation and souring public assess- assessments of his efforts to change Washington, according to a new poll. Um, Chris Saliza, always helpful, mm-hmm. dubbed Ebola the October surprise. Um, that was for a virus that killed two people, uh, as we yeah. recall. One headline was why Obamacare may be Obama's Katrina and Iraq. Uh, Obama left office, as you point out, with a 60 percent approval rating. Biden can be forgiven if he feels like he's seen this movie before. You know, and, and I left out I could have included Bill Clinton in that the exact same thing. Uh, you know, he complained first year in office. He said, where's my honeymoon? I, I wrote this piece and, in, in, you know, a press run and Jonathan Alter uh, left a comment. He just wrote a Jimmy Carter biography. He had the his administration had the exact same concern. You know, first year, they clean house. They restored dignity in the White House. They got rid of, you know, the Nixon 40 era. Uh, and, and he got no honeymoon. So it's a it's an absolute consistent with Democratic presidents. Uh, uh, the press, um, uh, no matter how big their landslide, I mean, my gosh, Obama's landslide, uh, Biden got more votes than anyone in history. Uh, and within months, oh, failed presidency. Yeah, failed. Yeah. You know, it, it's clearly a different standard. In terms of how they're assessing these failed Democratic presidents, it's, it's kind of nitpicking well, little minor stuff. Uh, and 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 Bush and, and Trump were monumental failures that they didn't treat the same way. Yeah. Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast midday bites and more there's no prep no mess meals factor meals are ready to heat and eat no prepping cooking or cleanup is needed flexible for your schedule get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week plus you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required head on over to factormeals.com liberal 50 and use that code liberal 50 to get 50 percent off once again the code liberal 50 at factormeals.com liberal 50 for 50% off. Well, exactly. Well, you also tweeted New York Times Friday, Obama and Clinton were failed presidents. New York Times Sunday, Trump insurrectionists have formed a loving community. I mean, it's yeah. just, I mean. I, you know, you also said running for office, Youngkin pledged he would not ban mask mandates for schools. First week in office, he bans mask mandates for school. Washington Post, he's so assertive. Um, you said the mass mandate has introduced chaos for Virginia schools with nearly 100 districts announcing they will defy the government. Washington Post, he's so assertive. I mean, it's not just the president. It is how yeah. they cover oh. Republicans and Democrats that is part of oh. the problem. Oh, we've talked about this forever. Republicans are always super savvy. They're always running circles around Democrats. Can you imagine if a Democrat swept into office in a new state and within the first days he created this a legal and educational chaos the way Yunkin is is doing with this mask mandate you know he he specifically said i will not uh touch the mask mandate overturns it it's going to the supreme court today uh 70 schools are are defying him six of the largest districts are taking him to court uh it, it's just total unnecessary chaos and division during a public health crisis and he gets portrayed as savvy yeah 
And I, as we say every week almost, right, they, they will both sides us into autocracy. You just said if you're looking for a loving profile of January 6th insurrectionists, the New York Times has you covered. The New York Times, you said, will never stop running Trump voter stories. And then you said this yeah. two days after news of the White House plan to seize voting machines. I mean, am I crazy, Eric, that this should be a bigger story? That they, I, I, they were about to use the military to overthrow the United States? And this is yeah, just, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Politico had that really interesting story in terms of, you know, that's one of the documents the January 6th commission got. Network News, uh, I checked Friday, none of them covered the story about the Trump plan to seize voting machines. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't qualify as news. But that New York Times insurrectionist story, uh, the front page yesterday, you know, they put this the insurrectionist in a, in a tie, you know, in a blazer, you know, make them look really respectable. And it's all about, again, it's about this, 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 the insurrection was this rebirth. This it's created this loving community for these people. Oh, I, I was just, and, and, and the whole pointless, you know, angle that the times tried to use was, well, these were the marchers, you know, these weren't the insurrectionists. They didn't go in the building. They were at the rally. They marched, they went home, they were revived. There's no difference between people who marched and people who got, maybe they didn't get in the, in the building because the crowd was too big. Right. Now, one person in that article was quoted as saying, oh, that violence was wrong. They all supported it. They all see the, the people in custody as political prisoners. Yeah. The, the New York Times has lost its mind on this stuff. So yeah. they've gone from celebrating Trump voters to celebrating, you know, Trump yeah. thugs. And, and yeah, and some of them are saying, oh, it's given me street cred at home. And now, I mean, yep. you know, they are getting ready to do this again. And they're still saying, yep, the election was stolen and next time we'll be armed. I mean, you pointed to this. Uh, a Virginia woman was charged Friday with making an oral threat on school property when she said at a school board meeting she would show up with loaded guns if her children were required to wear masks at school. You just said Yunkins, Virginia. And, oh, you know, there's, a, there's absolutely a direct line. I mean, he just played off this this parent school board hysteria. And like I said, and now he, you know, Blake's, he, he, he uh, breaks his pledge, his campaign pledge to now put mandates back into the for, mask mandates into the forefront. And of course, we have people showing I, I guarantee you she was the one caught on video. I guarantee you she wasn't the only Virginia parent who threatened their school board meeting last week yeah. with violence. A straight line to Florida Republicans have advanced a don't say gay bill that would ban teachers from talking about LGBT topics. You said, why don't these people uh, all homeschool if their kids are so fragile? You can't hear about black history. You can't hear about gay people. You, I mean, it's just, wow, what a bunch of snowflakes. Yeah. Banning books. And 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 the next point I said is, you know, the the bigger story is the just the laser focus the Republican Party has on destroying public education in this country. I mean, if you listen to these parents, you know, they don't want to wear masks. They don't want to learn about civil rights. The Now the LBGT. Uh, why are they in public schools? Homeschooling is an option. Millions of people do it. Yeah. If you are and they, so and cons- they don't want to have their kids vaccinated like they yeah, are for exactly. every other disease from polio to smallpox to measles. Right. But they want the schools to stay open. <laughs> right. So if, if if this public education in America is so unappealing to you, you have an option. Leave yeah. everybody alone. And, and most people love public education or are happy to do it. Uh, they're trying to take their radical fringe beliefs and, and kind of yeah. shove it down the throats of the masses. And I saved Bill Maher for the end, so I didn't stroke out before the rest of the interview. But uh, John Ziegler, our right wing friend, mm-hmm. radio host, said, mm-hmm. if like me, you've been longing for a prominent woke liberal. He's talking about Barry Weiss. Mm-hmm. 
other than Bill Maher to finally have the scales fall from their eyes and see the total insanity that's been the response to COVID, especially in schools. You'll want to watch this clip of Barry Weiss. You just said, A, she's not progressive. B, 4,000 Americans died of COVID yesterday. C, liberals aren't closing schools. Other than that, great points. Exactly. The, the, the whole COVID debate is really, uh, we could talk about that for an hour. I mean, we have oh, Bill all these- talking per- about how great it is in Florida because they, you know, they've stayed open and, you know, it's terrible here in California. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. I thought Omicron would give him some humility that he was wrong about COVID being over. But, you know, the, the, the you know, uh, Biden addressed this at the press conference. Uh, you know, a reporter got up and said, closing schools and, you you know, we're, we're right back where we started. And he, and he did my favorite stage whisper thing he does. He says- 96% of schools are open. 96% right. yeah. of schools are open. If you want, and and, the, and no Democrats, no liberals, there is no movement in this country to close schools because it's not safe. Schools are closed because they don't have enough staff, bus drivers, custodians, teachers, librarians, because too many people are testing positive. This has nothing to do with some kind of scare campaign among Democrats who want to close schools. And I'm so tired of these, you know, these warriors like Bill Maher and Barry Weiss saying, you know, they're going to stand up to these draconian restrictions. There are no draconian. What what draconian restrictions? Wear a mask. New Jersey, where I live, got hit hard over Christmas. I was at restaurants and bars all weekend. They're full. Everything's normal. You wear a mask when you go into a store. What is this? What is this oppressive authoritarian regime we're living under? I don't recognize it. I thought I was crazy, but Mehdi Hassan said, isn't it weird how the quote unquote liberal Bill Maher is always pushing whatever the latest right wing talking point or campaign is? I mean, it's, you know, and then it's the whole like, oh, the vaccine protects you. Like, so what do you care if other people get? Are you kidding me? It's <laughs> other people. You're not getting it is what's keeping us in in this pandemic. I mean, it's in yeah. and killing other people because there's no hospital beds. It's exactly. not just up, about you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and look, you know, I, you know, we're at 60 percent with the vaccine. I don't know how it's going to budge. We thought we were going to be at 70, but it's Fox News and the Republican Party. And Biden gets I mean, Biden gets the blame for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you, Eric. You and me bubble. That's it. Just do it <laughs> oh, God. until further notice. Oh, All right. Boy. Thank you.